0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young.
1: Welcome to the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with two good friends from Summit Seltzery, Kristen Cagney and Andrew Mayer. And let's talk about the the entire environment around what they do. Uh, And I'm not going to go against anybody that likes beer or wine. Nothing against those guys. Just sometimes you might want something a little bit different. And we're going to talk about a brand new brand that's coming into this area. And I think you guys are going to be excited about it. Now, if you're looking for something that's a little lighter, you want something that uh, you know you can sit and sip be social well we know what you're looking for and that's the hard seltzer industry and it is blowing up and in Charlotte we're about to get our first hard seltzer here in charlotte which is so cool and yes that is a thing so there are two others uh that are custom built like this in the country and now we're gonna have one here in charlotte which is so cool um so let's give a big bubbly welcome to kristen cagney and andrew mayer from summit seltzery let's learn about what they're doing especially during this trying time and uh and i honestly i want to say before we even get started congratulations for pushing through during this 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 era that we uh unknown and it's so neat to see people that still have a vision and, and believe that this can be something Thing that can work in the future. So thank you so much and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Good morning. Hey, thank
2: you so much to, to be here. We're really excited to, to kind of share our story and um, meet, um, yeah, kind of the, the Charlotte crew and, and um, have everyone into the, the tap room and uh, kind of see a little bit of the, the vision that we've had for years now. So it's really fun to see it kind of come to light and to, to be able to share it with you guys and share it with the Charlotte community.
0: Congratulations. It's so awesome. We we get excited. Uh, Charlotte is such a growing place and there's so many different avenues to go and have fun. And I love to see entrepreneurship and uh, all of that come together. So congratulations, you all. I, I'm i curious, like, so first explain to people who have never had one what a hard seltzer and a seltzery actually is.
2: So a hard seltzer, it's essentially um, similar to a uh, fermentation process of beer, where you have the the sugar, uh, water, and yeast, and it actually ferments into uh, a hard alcoholic base. Um, we add, you know, purees to add flavors. So really, if you think um, kind of what white claw is, is basically like you add, you know, flavor or alcohol to uh, you add alcohol to Lacroix. Uh, but what we're doing at the seltzery is actually going to be much more of a of a craft aspect. So you can think you know bud light versus you know nota or bird song we're going to be kind of like the white claw we're going to be that craft version we'll be summit will be the um you know more authentic more flavor more oomph, not as just a, a watered down you know uh, generic you know kind of light flavor we're going to have a lot of varietals um you know we're going to have at least 12 seltzers on draft at all times uh, so if, you know, we're right now working with some lime, some blackberry, uh, or excuse me, blueberry, raspberry. So really we'll have kind of berries, citrus, we'll be all over the board with, uh, with flavors versus just your, your basic, um, you know, cherry or just basic lime. You know, we're, we're really putting a spin and a craft aspect to it.
1: I love that. So I want to back up before we we jump directly into to this brand. You know, I think when we bring on people to this podcast, it's so neat to see their journey, uh, to see how they got to where they are, but ultimately what, you know, pushed them to 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 want to do this. And you have a quote on your website that I love, and it says, have some fun, do some good, live your life, you know, and that's a great quote. uh, And I think that's something to live by. But how do we get to this point? Let's back up in life and and, and tell us a little bit about both of your journeys.
2: So um, really I you know, was kind of joking around with uh, um, uh somebody's at a pool. I've worked for breweries. I was in corporate finance after college. I was a finance major. I really um, thought that that was the path I was supposed to take and uh, absolutely hated it. Realized that was not <laughs> the path I was supposed to take. So randomly quit my job, moved across the country um, to Charlotte, ended up loving Charlotte, working for breweries. I've worked in restaurants and bars kind of my whole life, and that's kind of my my happy place. Um, not just because I'm Irish, but also because it's just behind the bar and in front of the bar, you know, is uh, it's just a, a gathering place. It's just, it's a fun place to be. People want to be there, you know? And so working for breweries, um, I kind of was like, man, I really wish I could open up a brewery, but it was just a saturated market. So I kind of was joking. I was like, what if I open up a seltzerie? And all my friends were like, that's a great idea. Because like, do it. I was in my MBA at the time at UNC Charlotte, right down the road. And um, you know, one of my really good friends, Kevin Burgess, actually pushed me to write the business plan. He helped me write the business plan, and um, it just kind of snowballed from there. And you know, everyone was kind of funny because everyone was like, "Just do it, just do it." And now that it's happening, they're like, "Oh my God, you did it!" <laughs> like we won. <went. laughs> like, like it's actually a thing. And so, uh, but I mean, it's a combination of you know, definitely not wanting to go back to corporate, but also. Um, you know, having a family-owned business, having something—you know—my mom's the CPA, my dad is active, my brother's going to bartend for us. Um, trying to get my older brother out here from Colorado to to do something too. But uh, it's just one of those things that every day I wake up and I'm I'm just happy. And it's just you know my own thing. It's exciting, and uh, you know, lucky enough, I was able to to find amazing people like Andrew here to to actually really help me out with um, you know kind of just getting everything together into the finish line and um you know I definitely wouldn't be able to be here without without Andrew and also Lexi our taproom manager and Ben our brewer um who didn't uh Lexi I think she's like a little sh- like camera shy or I don't know what this is podcast shy but she uh <laughs> is here in spirit but um that's right but yeah so uh yeah and then yeah, Ben
3: Ben, we decided to coin the term "master seltzerer," so that is a uh, yes. guy who
2: makes all the juice <laughs> in the back. Love that guy. Just give him a wand.
1: <laughs> so you know when with like breweries and and when specific um, you know people that are that are working at breweries, they have different kind of classifications. Do they do they have that, or can you just make up your own? Are you literally going to be the first master just because you you made the name up?
2: <laughs> so that's actually an interesting point because. What's crazy with this whole thing is that, you know, I started writing the business plan a couple of years ago when there weren't any seltzeries and it's been just kind of trying to pave our own way the whole time. You know, there's been no literature, there's been nothing really to to hold precedence. So it's just kind of like, yeah, which is kind of the best and worst part about it, right? Because it's like, we get to make up stuff as we go, but then we're like, well, how do we make this? You know, it's like, we're in charge of, of creating things that we don't even, you know, know where it's going to go. So, um, so yeah, we're just, but we are classified technically as a brewery. Um, so in the eyes of like TTB, the government, all the, the legalities and whatnot, we are a brewery, but, um, I, uh, you know, I think that hopefully my goal is to take it out of the brewery category. because a lot of the, the beer, enthusiasts are like seltzer isn't beer you know they they're beer haters or excuse me seltzer haters and we're like we don't want to be in the same category you know beer is definitely a different beast than seltzer and so we definitely would like to to separate the two but again we're kind of in the initial pioneering um you know stage of of seltzeries so kind of the sky's the limit it's fun to think of where it could take off to
0: i think some of the oh sorry go ahead andrew
3: Well, I was just going to say to piggyback off of that uh, sentiment, you know, what we're doing is innovative. It's new, um, but we really are focusing on being craft. And it's really to pay respects to the craft breweries that allowed us to get to this point, because without, you know, the craft breweries and the legacies that they've created before us, we wouldn't be in this position. So it's really not about competition, It's more about we're wanting to take seltzer into a space that it's never been before to pay our respects to those that came before us.
0: I love that, man. It's it's such a cool culture, just in that whole brewery space. Anyway, we've had several on this podcast and it all seems that just to your point, everyone sort of helps one another. If your barrels are full over here, we'll help you fill it. If you need us to brew, we'll help you brew. Um, And there's this whole community around it which i don't think you find in every industry right um they're not friends with Absolutely their competitors yeah. and so on and so forth so to your point earlier i think it's that's just a lot of fun like it's a, a relationship thing and and we thrive off that
2: well um, we were even in the cell yesterday and we had a bird song in there and we were trying different beers and you know i have a great relationship i used to work and so did lexi at sugar creek and You know, they let us use their forklift, yes, or uh, excuse me, their pallet jacket. It's like everyone just wants to help everyone. And that's absolutely the coolest part of this whole culture because it's rare to honestly find a culture that's symbiotic as well. I mean, we're obviously in a kind of a competition, but it's really beyond that. It's more of a camaraderie and a, hey, we're in this together type of culture. And it's just a a beautiful thing. So,
0: yeah, and it seems like everybody's having fun doing it. You know,
2: that's the best part. <laughs> yeah.
0: like I, I said, love drinking it. Waiting. If you've got to work, you might as well <laughs> right. have fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, right? And exactly. sp- speaking a little bit about your vision and how it's taken uh, quite some time to get to where you are. We spoke off record in a different conversation about where you all came up with the Summit Seltry name. Um, Summit is very important to you. Could you could you mention a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so Summit, basically, I. Uh, When I came, I came from the Midwest, actually, um, with a little town with about 30 family members. So I was like the first person to leave uh, to go out west. And I uh, did my undergrad at uh, University of Colorado Boulder. And skiing is just like my favorite thing on the planet. I love to camp. I love to hike. I love the outdoors. And um, kind of when we were skiing, we actually is when I really discovered my love of seltzer. um, Because we were, you know, I've mentioned this before, you know, we were drinking beers and we were kind of bloated you know, you can take shooters, but then you're way too hammered to ski. And so you're like, what's like a, a happy medium? And we're like, Oh, we, we brought seltzers. And we were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And, you know, it kind of was just like, it's just, we took it to the top, you know, and to the summit. And we, you know, that's kind of where it started. And then we really, um, you know, it's whether you want to, you know, summit Everest or summit the couch, you know, whatever your adventure is, you know, make it a fun one. And, you know, seltzer allows you to still do things and be active and be bubbly. I don't know if you've ever had a few seltzers, but you know, you kinda just want to dance. Like it's just a, a fun drunk. And so <laughs> it was funny too, because the uh the beer festivals, I mean, I love beer festivals, don't know? They're they're a blast. And uh, but you know, after you have a few beers, you're kind of a little slower and you feel it. And at the seltzer festival, I mean, they had a ball pit, they had bubble machines, there's people like just running around, just like dancing. Like it was just like, it was hysterical. So really it just comes to kind of summit is just the peak. It's the pinnacle. It's where you want to be. And it's, uh, you know, kind of just that active lifestyle. And, um, you know, we promote Celts and wellness. Uh, so kind of, a it's just a, a theme that, you know, I personally love. And a lot of the, the brands right now are kind of more like, Oh, like boating or, you know, out, you know, like more, just not necessarily feminine, but I just think that there, there isn't one yet. That's like more like focused on active or, you know, just like a, a healthy lifestyle or just a, a, you know, more bubbly lifestyle, if you will. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where that came from.
1: You know, you guys bring up a, a good point, but I think with your brand, you've, you've seen kind of a gap, right? Where, how can we fill that gap? What's something that's a little bit different? I think that's the hardest thing to do when you're trying to start a business is to find something that is different. I look back with the breweries and you look like an old Mecklenburg, right? When it was opened and, and how big it is now, but ultimately how they've supported and helped so many different breweries around the city. Do you guys see a vision? I mean, you're the third facility in the United States that just makes seltzer. New York doesn't even have one right? Like, I mean, we always talk about Charlotte. We're the small, big city and we want to bring big opportunity here. You guys are doing something that New York city, the biggest city in the world is, is, uh, is not doing That's amazing. And, and do you think this could be something that, you know, spins off and then you help others and then we got them, you know, all over our city.
2: A hundred percent. I mean, I've been already, I mean, once the, um, Charlotte agenda article actually launched us, kind of put us on the map and, After that, we've gotten several emails and calls from people that want to open up their own seltzeries. And I have spent, you know, over probably 15 hours, not even kidding, talking to different people who want to open up their own seltzeries because the one thing that I wanted when I was writing this business plan was someone to talk to, to fill in some of the gaps and make it just, you know, kind of expedite the process. And I'm glad that I had to figure it out on my own. took, you know, several years, but, you know, I learned a lot along the way. But, you know, I think that to be able to help others is you know, it's the coolest thing. It's the best feeling on the planet to me. So, um, you know, to have other seltzeries open up, um, you know, we've been talking to people in Minnesota, in St. Augustine, Rochester, uh, Winston-Salem, you know, there's different places that, uh, people, um, you know, want to open up and we're all for it. Uh, We want to start, you know, a seltzer movement for sure. Right. Uh,
3: and, And like I was saying earlier, you know, we, we are in a, in the craft space and honestly, you know, all of the craft community is united against imbev right. You know, so the stronger <laughs> that we make our community, the better we are together, you know, so it it's really not direct competition. It's really just uniting the alike industries, helping one another grow and propel forward to continue to move that mark. And, uh, hopefully gain some more capital from InBev, you know? I love that. <laughs> you
0: know, that,
1: that Buy local. Yeah. You got, You guys have, you haven't even opened your doors yet and you get it, you know? And I, I, me and Scott talk about this in our industry. We don't look at other people in our industry as competition, more as how can we learn from them? What are people doing in Detroit, in, in Chicago? What are people doing in different cities from a branding aspect and how can we learn from them? And we've developed some amazing relationships with people that you might consider our competition, but we're not right? We bounce ideas off of each other. We challenge each other to be better because ultimately that makes our industry better. And you guys already understand that. And you have such a, a, a u- unique and niche idea, but you're already willing to share those. And that is like, you got it right. Like that's the it factor. And I think that's, what's going to propel you guys to be great. Now I want to bring in Andrew, tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, how did you guys team up? And, uh, and we'd love to learn that.
3: Absolutely. Um, Similar to Kristen, I actually come from a a pretty strong service industry background. Uh, Started, you know, bartending and um, serving in college, my early years in college, Uh, and just always seemed to find myself growing into management positions uh, at every place that that I went. And um, once I finished with college, I actually started doing, um, started looking into commercial real estate and gaining my interest in that. But even before that, I had the opportunity to work with a startup craft brewery in Southwest Louisiana, in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Shout out to Crying Eagle Brewing Company, um, and they have taken off since. But uh, they started in 2016, and so I was able to be on the, the founding team. I got to see the process of you know how a startup works, the struggles, you know the the speed bumps and everything that you know on the onset of the product. And uh, to get to where they are now, just to see the growth um, and the trajectory of where they're going, the mistakes, you know, the things that we did well, all of those things, I was able to put in my pocket and use as resources um, in this venture now. So after uh, my time with Crying Eagle, I actually moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and started uh, practicing in commercial real estate. Uh, where I focused primarily on the service industry, so uh, bars and restaurants, and actually uh, was able to do a few transactions to start some new restaurants in the area and did a little consulting. And so I had quite a bit of experience in that field, Um, but I knew that I wanted to move. Uh, I just so happened to follow the Charlotte Agenda on Facebook. The article released, and I read about Summit Seltzery. And I was just blown away by the concept, the idea, you know, I'm an avid beach volleyball player and, you know, everyone that is in the beach volleyball community seems to drink seltzer. And so that's how I got started on it. And having the background with the craft brewery, I was like, man, this this is just a, a hand meat glove sort of connection here. So uh, I took a leap of faith. Uh, I sent a message to Kristen just saying, hey, congratulations on your business. Love the model, love everything that you're doing. If there's a career opportunity here, I would love to speak with you about it. Uh, about three or four weeks goes by. You know, I don't think anything of it. I'm in Southwest Louisiana. There's you know, no chance she's getting back to me, right? Well, just so happens that uh, I get a message about three or four weeks later. Hey, we'd love to interview you. Uh, the interview went well, and now we're here.
0: Congratulations. That's amazing. Welcome to Charlotte. That's
1: amazing. Yeah, thank you. What yeah. a great story
0: tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about the location itself. Like what's it going to look like? What's it feel like? Where is it located? Um,
2: so it's in, uh, Wesley Heights. So it's in, um, kind of off of it's thrift, like Moorhead and Freeman, uh, freedom. So the, uh, uh, historic Wesley Heights right across the street from like lucky dog, um, and city kitsch is actually going in across the street. So, um, it's, really an up and coming, um, area. You know, we're really only a mile and a half away from the stadium. Um, uh, you know, we've got, you know, town brewing over here, pinkies, uh, you know, not just coffee. So really it's, it's getting to be kind of the next, uh, big developed neighborhood and kind of our, our goal is to, you know, uh, and I know Browder group owns kind of the whole thrift road and they're trying to make it into more of like an eat work play. And if you look at kind of the areas, you know, you have Plaza, you have Noda, you have South end, there's nothing really on the West side yet. So what we want to do is kind of make this the next, you know, neighborhood. It's really the only corner of Charlotte that hasn't really been developed yet. And we want to definitely make sure, you know, not that we're in control of it, but I know that um, kind of the vibe of it, I really still want to keep it more historic, more laid back, definitely just, uh, you know, but the space itself in the seltzer, kind of to that point is just very laid back. It's kind of whatever you want it to be. It's very inclusive. Um, you know, kind of like a brewery vibe. Cause I think one of the biggest things that people love about breweries is that it's just chill. I mean, you don't have to, there's no expectations. You can go in wearing heels or you can go in wearing a sweatshirt and no one blinks an eye, you know, it's just whatever you want it to be. It is. And, um, you know, we're going to have very low cost seltzers. Most of our seltzers are going to be just $5. You know, you can hand us a $5 bill and you can get a seltzer, um, just to keep in the spirit of, you know, just seltzer just being, um, you know, very drinkable, easy drink. And, you know, I want it to be affordable for everyone. Um, and so it's got, um, you know, we've got, uh, the seltzery, um, you know, logo, the summit seltzer, and then we've got uh, crafted for adventures. One of our, uh, kind of taglines, we have a bunch of merch. One of our things is Bitches love seltzer, um, so we have kind of a. That's gonna be so fun. That. <laughs> that, that, yeah. You better
1: so, get ready because pe- everybody's gonna want that. There's shirt.
0: there's a lot of so bitches love coming out. Yeah. I think.
2: Uh, yeah, no, That's we're crazy. doing bitches love. We were thinking of doing like a chalkboard, or we're talking to Scott about doing maybe coasters, or we could do like bitches love, and you can just kind of write in what you what you love, and just kind of yeah. just like playing on the fact that you know some t- people might think that seltzer is a basic drink it's not it's so much more than that but at the same time what's the fun of life if you can't make fun of yourself and make fun of uh or you know just just play light of things and so we definitely right. just want it to be very um lighthearted fun inclusive and um right. yeah
0: do you have a big outdoor patio area
2: at the location? we do so our patio fits about I think about 30, 35 people um normally not COVID um, but then eventually once COVID goes, goes away, fingers crossed soon. Um, but, uh, we'll be able to open up, you know, like we'll have a badminton little area for badminton out front. I definitely want to put like a foosball table and a, a shuffleboard, you know, just games. Cause one of my biggest things is sometimes after a couple beers or a couple drinks, you know, I'm, I kind of, I like to do stuff, I like to get up and go. And so having games is huge. Cause I, I think that just having stuff to do is fun. Not that sitting and talking with your your peers isn't fun, but you know you wanna you wanna yeah. sometimes be I'm like. I'm with you. Sounds well, like
1: we need beach volleyball yeah. back That's there. what I'm saying.
2: I know. So we're right on thrift <laughs> though, and it's a so originally I wanted volleyball, and then we were looking at the traffic on Thrift Road, and we we're like, ah, well maybe that's not the safest thing because <laughs> balls playing in that busy road. So badminton, the uh, the shuttlecocks can't go as far as a volleyball, so. Also, I, uh, play a little badminton in my day, so I want to, <laughs> we created a, a team in, in high school. We're like, <laughs> let's make a badminton team, so we, we made a badminton team in high school, so uh, it was
1: That's really awesome. cool. Badminton's but, um, awesome. So I had badminton, wanna... I had badminton in college, and, yeah. uh. That shit's intense. I'll be honest. I loved it. My dad plays the old
0: person version of the pickleball stuff. Oh, oh, is good too, yeah. He's (laughs) a big tennis player, but he's gotten so old. I mean,
1: if if you're laughing right (laughs) now about badminton, just Google (laughs) Olympics (laughs) and badminton, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Well, I'll see you on the badminton. I am I'm into drinking games. Like I'm into doing something as well. Like I can't just sit still anyways, probably cause I have ADD. So if I'm drinking anyways, it's like, let's do things. Let's go. Same. We got to We got it. <laughs> yeah. I have trouble sitting still yeah.
0: too. <laughs> Sounds like an awesome place.
1: It can't does. wait.
2: Yeah.
3: And, that, and that's really the whole crux of it. We want to engage with our, with our customer base. You know, we want this to be an experience. We don't want this to be somewhere that's just mundane. And that does the same thing over and over again. We want it to be a unique experience every time you come in somewhere that you know you enjoy and that we engage with our with our customer base as well, because, you know, they're the lifeblood of our business. Without them, we don't have a business. So uh, definitely want to hear feedback and engagement from them as much as possible.
0: Will your plan be mass distribution? Like, will we be able to find your product on the grocery store shelves here locally and possibly beyond or Will you be more of a retail, you know, model within your brewery walls there?
2: So really, we were kind of um, focusing originally on the tap room for sure because we want to cater to Charlotte. We want to welcome the Charlotte crew. You know, we're we're Charlotte based, so we want to definitely focus on on Charlotte and our people first. Um, but then we 100 percent want to switch into distribution. Um, the beauty of kind of having the tap room, though, too, it's it's kind of our own little R and D you know, lab, you know, we can see, you know, what do consumers like? Do they like, you know, the the tart limes or do they like the watermelon sea salt or do they like pineapple jalapeno? You know, what do they want to see in cans? And so once we kind of get a gauge on our consumer base, then we'll definitely um, get into cans, get into to the, some of the other places. And 100% though, we want to definitely expand and, and try and be more of a, a very – recognizable brand um, in, you know, the region. And eventually I'd love to open up, uh, you know, another summit in Chicago where I'm from. And then another one in Denver where I, you know, it kind of has my heart. And, uh, so, you know, I, um, definitely think there's the sky's a limit, but right now, you know, we want to focus on Charlotte local and, and, uh, you know, kind of, and one of the things too, I, I've tried to move back to Colorado like three times and Charlotte just keeps pulling me back. Like Charlotte, there's something about Charlotte that's just like out of this world. I mean, there's the community here, the people here, they're so nice. They're so welcoming. They're just normal people that there's no, there's no, you know, ulterior motive. It's just, Good people, and so Southern we definitely. hospitality, baby. I know it is a thing. I swear it is a thing.
0: Hey, and but you so, know what? Denver's you know. three-hour flight away. We we have direct flights daily in and out oh, of there. So I
2: got one for thirty-eight dollars. Like I said, yeah, pretty cheap junkie. right now. So I got, I got <laughs> 38 a thirty-eight dollar round trip flight. I mean, this was last November, pre-COVID. Frontier. I mean, it was Frontier, but. 38 bucks yeah
0: i mean it's hard. i mean can't
2: damn, it so
0: can't drive to charleston for that
1: that's a quarter of the <laughs> no. price of the lift tickets <laughs> i mean good god <laughs> yeah. you can fly there lift t- lift tickets 280 dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah, a day Exactly, pass. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you but. mentioned watermelon sea salt which sounds oh, absolutely those flavors delicious sound
0: ridiculously like,
1: good actually <laughs> it says menu coming on your website what are some other ones that you can uh, can give us some teasers
2: So right now in the works, we've got a, uh, so a lime kind of like a a tart lime and a cucumber lime. And then we've got a, uh, we're going to do a blueberry raspberry acai. Um, we're going to do a, uh, dry popped pineapple and a pineapple jalapeno. Um, and then we're thinking of, um, doing our watermelon sea salt, uh, you know, probably we're thinking of we didn't know if we wanted to wait till spring or if we want to do it maybe in October, um, for, you know, the breast awareness month, I think that we could have a lot of fun with, um, you know, supporting that, that cause and having the kind of the pink in the, the sea salts, um, or excuse me, pink and watermelon sea salts. And, um, you know, so there's kind of the sky's limit with, with different flavors. And also we're going to have a, a 15% base seltzer, um, that we can make cocktails with. So, Oh we're just going to have a, a neutral, plain, non-flavored 15% base. Yep. And then with that, we're going to have like a mule. Um, we're going to have a Cosmo. We're going to have a Seltzerita. And so we – and we're going to use all of our own seltzer. So we don't have to, you right. know, mess with with any hard alcohol. But, wow. you know, a four-ounce pour of 15% is equivalent to an ounce and a half pour of 40%. So really it's like you're you're getting a, a you know, similar like drink – yeah.
3: It's like getting a single pour liquor in a cocktail. So, I mean, these, these are two-strength cocktails with our own product. And what's great is we, uh, we're we making the 15% base still, which means it's, it's not going to be carbonated. And we're pouring it out of a, a nitrogen line. So, it's oh going to pour just like a liquor, essentially. Um, but it be our own product and be a seltzer.
0: Man, I can't wait to try this out. I'm new to the whole seltzer thing. My uh, brother and sister-in-law have kind of turned me on to it. It's good. I love the lightness. I love the flavors you can pull out of it. And I quit drinking beer three or four years ago. Uh, To your point, just heavy... Full disclosure, uh, I have gout, and it, it would make my gout flare up, and that's not cool. It was worth giving it up. <laughs> not so, cool. So uh, this is this is a new avenue for me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that's the, the yeah. best thing. I mean, I love that guys love it, and that's actually kind of yeah. what I, – I remember the day that I was like, all right, it is, was uh, I was sitting by the pool, and every single guy and all my guy friends had seltzer. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like this isn't just – you know, and at the time, White Claw, you know, Bon and Bib, a lot of them were were catering towards women, you know, and kind of really advertising towards women. And I was like, why are you doing this? I mean, guys love this. Selling stuff. yourself and short. Yeah. Exactly. And my brother and my two best guy friends in Colorado, they, I mean, it was crazy because we would go on these ski trips and we would just, you know, even be hanging out. And they were bringing, we're like, hey, who wants to pick up a case on the way up? They're buying cases of White Claw. I mean, all my guy friends instead of beer. And so, that's kind of when I was like, oh wow, this is not a fad. This is something that's that's kind of here to stay. And I mean, honestly, it's it's carbonated water, you know, it's it's flavored water, you know, it's it's so much more than that, craft-wise. It's definitely so much more than that. But it's hard to not like, you know. Right. A lot of people might not like the taste of beer, it makes them feel bad. You know, flavored water, you know, is is pretty universal. So to put a craft aspect on it, you know, obviously some people not might not like every single flavor, but you know, it's just, I think it's very palatable and very easier on, you know, your, just your body yeah, so, like
0: I mean, could you go as far to say that you stay hydrated when you drink it because it's mainly water? All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't or know. is that taking it too far? Legally, if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that, but uh, well, that's why we're
0: like <laughs> very low in calories. Know, yeah.
2: Wellness, you know, it's like yeah, the so healthy is, option, but it's still full of yeah. alcohol. We won't hold you to <laughs> but yes, it. Yes, that was an assumption will, it will, it I made. Full disclosure. Yeah,
1: gotcha. <laughs> That's awesome. But I
2: think it is, I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but at least for me personally, I can drink quite a few seltzers and wake up with like very minimal hangover, which a lot of other beers or, uh, you know, yeah. there's a lot more ingredients Whew. that go into that stuff. Mm. So the other, you know, your body's trying to digest the other ingredients and kind of right. combat the sugars and, you know, all of the, the alcohol. And so honestly, I do think not that I'm going to say, Hey, this, Try our product on your jogs, you know, to hydrate you. But like, you know, I think that it's a more hydrating alternative alcoholic beverage, you know. So sure. But we're gonna have NA seltzer too. We're gonna do craft NA seltzer. Um, So we'll have non-alcoholic options. We'll have a little cagerator in the corner that you know you can get like a uh, just a little cup that's a little different than the the hard alcohol seltzers, and you know it'll be you know probably around four or five bucks, and you can just go self-pour however much like na seltzer you want flavored seltzer so we'll have uh have that option too and then we'll also have you know craft beer and a couple wine options as well so we'll have something for everybody because you know seltzer's not for everybody or the people who haven't found their love of seltzer yet might be a little hesitant to come in but we'll have options for you but we'll we'll turn you to the seltzer side once you get in for sure i'll so just
1: you, remember bitches yeah, love bitches yeah
0: bitches
2: hey, love bitches love. <laughs> so,
1: so <laughs> a lot of breweries if you look at like old mecklenburg if you go to any restaurant like copper's on tap right are you guys and and, and mm-hmm. god bless all the restaurants out there if you if you get an opportunity to go do take out help them out as much as you can um but you know when we get to a point when people you know are going back to restaurants um in bigger numbers are you guys going to be able to have this on tap at at restaurants locally have you had that conversation yet
2: oh that's that's our goal. That, awesome. uh, definitely. Because not only is it, you know, good exposure for the brand, it also helps kind of fill, like I've been saying like a gap, you yep. know, cause you can get truly some places like the pure truly is on draft and it's kind of like, nah, well, you know, and also I hate spending for whatever reason. It, it kind of like hurts me to pay $7 for a truly or a white claw in a bar when it's like, I can buy a six pack for that. You know, like yep. it, it's just, and there's no craft. Like, how much did it cost them to even make this thing? So, right. definitely, to have that, um, you know, more more craft aspect um, allows us to to fill the gap of, hey, you know what? We want a, a draft seltzer in bars versus because Truly's the bars that I've worked at um, in um, Charlotte, you know, they sell Truly's and White Claws sell. So I know that there's definitely room for, um, you know uh for us in in that category
0: Hey that mentions a good point and um I'm I'm curious will you have a food component at the commissary will you offer food at all
2: So we'll have food trucks Food trucks uh, so okay. we'll have food trucks luckily I mean even food truck the commissary City Kitch is going in across the street and so we'll definitely have um we'll have that and honestly if people want to bring in their own food I don't care you know like we, we don't really have a kitchen. Um, we'll probably have like some yeah. small bites, maybe some like pretzels or nuts or something like that. But, you know, we'll, we'll try and always have a food truck as long as we're open. Um, and you know, again, that goes to supporting local. We love to work with different people. We want to collaborate with a bunch of different people and, and even being in different restaurants. And, you know, um, I've talked to BG BG, uh, they reached out about, you know, getting on draft there and I'm like, that'd be perfect. Let's do like an event that could be sponsored by us and, uh, by you guys. And, you know, kind of just working with the community is the hugest thing. And I think having food trucks versus just our own restaurant allows us to, to work with others more. And um, I'm, a, a very sociable person. I hate just being alone. Like I always am out and about. So the more that I can work with other people and help them and help, you know, summit and the brand and, you know, the, the better. So, also, I was a server. i worked in so many restaurants. I never want to do it
1: again. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I hear you. It's such complex. a different
2: beast. It, it is. is such a different beast than just a brewery.
1: So I have your event. It's going to be the Summit Seltzery Annual Volleyball Tournament at VBGB, and then you can just oh, blast that out. Yeah. It'd <laughs> be yeah, fantastic. You can't tell it
2: yet.
1: Just yeah, we'll, we'll rock it up. So I want to before we uh, before we let you guys go, um, Andrew. You mentioned that you're from uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Our thoughts and prayers are with your family, uh, the brewery that you mentioned. Everybody there. I know that they just got hit really hard with that hurricane. So um, you know, we're thinking about you and we're thinking about your family before we, we we get off this episode, tell us the timeline and what uh how can people follow this journey and when are we gonna be able to uh it might be a tough question to to, to answer, but when are we gonna be able to to experience this
2: so hopefully we're we're winding down we we're getting all our permits getting all of our construction finished up now I mean literally sometimes I like walk in there and just like cry. I can't believe it's all like actually happening it's probably gonna be. I want to say probably in the next, in the next month for sure. We're, we're set to open kind of uh, towards the third week of uh, September. Um, but I don't want to make any promises or anything because especially during COVID, it's like once you, you set a timeline, it's like, okay, well, let's actually do three weeks after that. So I um, am hoping for you know the third week of September for our opening. Um, we might have to do like a reservation only type thing. Um, just for the beginning, just because we want to invite everyone in. And my last thing, the last thing that me, Andrew, Lexi, Ben, any of the summit team wants to do is turn people away, you know, and Mm -hmm. with COVID, our capacity is really limited. And I know we want everyone to share the experience and have a great experience and not be told, Hey, no, actually you can't come in here because we want them more than anything to be able to come in. It's not about that. It's just that for health code and for everyone's safety, it's really for the best that, you know, we, we probably will do like an event, bright Or an event, um, you know, kind of reservation type thing, just to slow roll things in. And then, um, you know, so we'll, we'll keep you posted though for sure. And, uh, our Instagram summit seltzer and then summit seltzer is our, uh, Facebook summit com So if you want to follow us at all, definitely just, uh, look at any of the, the summit seltzer information or the summit seltzer, uh, social media. And then the seltzerie is the actual, where we, we produce the seltzer, you know? And So, um, we'll definitely, uh, hopefully invite people in, in the next, hopefully three weeks.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely getting close and guys, I just want to say, thank you so much for the thoughts and prayers back home. Uh, those guys on there are pretty strong. We've been through a, a hurricane or two, so I know that they'll bounce back, but, uh, I just want to say, you know, as a transplant in the Charlotte, you know, this this city is special um, and we do want to, you know, pay, pay our respects and just, and just honor Charlotte for, you know, giving us the opportunity to open this business here. You know, this is a great place. We're not going to uh, come out with things too fast. We're going to make sure that we're doing everything the right way, uh, you know, honoring the craft industry and also this beautiful city. And we're just excited to be a part of it.
1: We're excited you're here. I don't have anything else to say. That was well well done. Um, Yes, sir. That's awesome. I've been here for 10 (laughs) years, and I feel the same way. I I love this city. It's filled with amazing people. And starting this podcast, we actually, you guys are, it's our first Third year of doing this podcast um, today this week yeah today so, so it's a little oh anniversary yeah it's happy cra- anniversary it's cra- <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs>
2: yeah, <it's
0: laughs> crazy good. how thank time you. flies when you're having it fun is. so but it's proven oh, that's yeah. amazing, yeah,
1: it's proven to me and Scott that we there's so many amazing people and we're blessed to be able to tell their stories and be able to work with them and and really it's not about just having clients it's it's about having friends and uh, and we're all a family here in the city and I think you guys. Um, I just can't wait. This is going to be this is going to be huge, and I'm so excited uh, for both of you. And I can't wait to to uh, experience it. So if you are if if you are listening, please like, share, comment, follow uh, Summit Seltzer. It's going to be awesome. This is totally new, and I guarantee you, in ten years they're going to be everywhere, and uh, and you guys are going to be part of that vision. And I just think it's such a cool thing to uh, to experience. And I'm so glad we got to share your story. So until next time, thank you guys so much for joining us. You have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast.